Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit, risk, and compliance. We discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations. You hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career, and we'll even talk about music, mindfulness, and psychology, because we can. So sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Jamming with Jason. And uh, today I want to talk about uh, breaking the mindset of uh, CPE. So breaking the CPE mindset. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is the CPE mindset? So let me start just kind of explaining what that is and uh, why we need to break out of that uh, kind of mindset for us to be able to blossom and develop in our career the way that we need to. So CPE stands for Continuing Professional Education, CPE. Now, most of us in professional uh, life have certifications, and as part of that uh, certification process, you're required to have continuing professional education units each year. And so for a lot of the um, certifications, you need to have 40 hours of continuing professional education each year. Now, the reason for that is, you know, if you, if you pass the tests, you become certified. In order to maintain your certifications going forward, they want to make sure that you're actually staying current and relevant by continuing your educational process. Now, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, for, from a certification perspective. So some of you may be saying, well, what's the problem with that? And, and let, me, let me just kind of explain. This is what I see uh, most people doing when it comes to continual professional education. Uh, at the beginning of the year, you know, they've just finished all their stuff for the year and they get busy and, and kind of dive into what they're doing in their work. And about sometimes mid-year, they'll pop their head up and think, oh crap, I need to get 40 hours of CPE during the year. Let me look through and see what I can find. Sometimes you wait until the end, and I get this a lot of times, people in the fourth quarter all of a sudden sticking their head up and going, hold it, I haven't gotten my CPE for the year yet. And then they scramble at the last minute to try to fit in CPE before the end of the calendar year. Now, there's some problems with that. And the first one is that we are in a knowledge uh, environment right now. So, you know, you've heard before about things like the Industrial Revolution. Well, now we're in a knowledge or information revolution. And what that means is that for professionals especially, we have to continually be improving ourselves and learning uh, because new things are coming all the time. So one of the problems with the CPE mindset is uh, people will literally go most of the year without really learning or developing themselves professionally. That's a problem 
because the world changes a lot within one year. So that's kind of the first, the first problem with it. And we'll, we'll, I'll, t- I'll go in and t- talk a little bit about some solutions and some ways to overcome that uh, in just a minute. But let's talk about a couple of other reasons why having that CPE mindset uh, can get you into trouble. So another thing that I see often is, uh, you know, professionals will look at it and say, okay, I've got these certifications. My company should pay for me to get training. Now, I totally agree with that. Companies should be investing in their people and providing them with training and learning opportunities throughout the year. Now, what we've found, though, is, at least in my experience and what I'm hearing from a lot of people is, companies are not paying for training like they used to. And so, you know, you may go into your boss and say, hey, I would like to go to this conference or I'd like to go to this particular seminar and it doesn't get approved, right? So there's always, there's all these little buzzwords that go along with it. There's competing priorities. We don't have the budget for that right now. We've got training budget, but we don't have travel, I can't afford to have you out of the office for a week. You've probably heard all of those things. Now, what ends up happening most of the time is people, when they hear that, they say, oh, if my company won't support me, then I can't get the training that I need. Now, that also is a trap that you don't want to get stuck in. Because here's the reality. Whether your company pays for it or not, you need to be developing yourself. You need to develop what's called a lifelong learning mindset where you are always trying to learn and grow. If your company won't pay for it, then you need to pay for it, right? Because your career is important and no one else is going to take as much of an interest in your personal development as you do. So if your company doesn't pay for it, you need to find a way to pay for it. Because again, for you to continue to learn and grow and develop in your career the way that you need to, you've got to make the time and money investment to be able to learn the things that you need to. So that's the second one that I see a lot of times is people will say, oh, well, my company won't pay for it, so I just can't do it. Uh, and sometimes they'll let their certifications lapse because of that, uh, which, is, which is unfortunate because usually those certifications have taken sometimes years and tens of thousands of dollars uh, to be able to get. Another one that I see often is people, uh, and especially this kind of comes from the second group, where they say, oh, I don't have the money to pay for the training that I need. Now, this is another trap that we see people get into. You know, they'll look at it and say, oh, you know, a couple hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, I just can't afford that. And I hear that all the time. I can't afford that. Well, this is one of the little pieces of medicine of of what you need to hear, maybe not what you want to hear. Instead of saying, I don't have money for it, you need to flip that around and say, what is it costing you? not to invest that money, okay? Because again, here's the reality. Somebody else in your organization, somebody else out there in the world 
is choosing to invest in themselves. And when it comes to the time for promotion, when it comes to the time of maybe taking a different job at a different company, uh, who do you think is going to win? The person who has continually invested in themselves, both in time and money, or the person who sits back and complains and says, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, my company won't support me, that person's not going to be getting the job. And so, like I said, the reality is I see people falling into one of three of these three different traps and sometimes all of them, okay? And that is not going to get you where you want to be in your career. Now, if you're perfectly happy where you're at, you never want another raise, you never want a different job, you don't want to move up in your career, then you probably don't need to worry about it too much except for the fact that while everyone else in your organization is learning and growing and developing and you're not, when it comes time for layoffs uh, or other things like that, who do you think is going to be the first person to be let go? It's the person who is not investing in themselves. Okay. So again, as I said, when I started off here, it's important for us to continually have this, what's called a lifelong learning mentality. And so that's what I'm talking about is trying to move from a CPE mindset where you think, oh, I need to have 40 hours of training every year and it's got to meet these different criteria to be able to keep my certification going. Now, while that may be important, here's another thing I'm going to tell you. 40 hours of education during the year is not enough. You need to have more than that if you want to continue to stay relevant and move forward in your career. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about some of those traps that people fall into. So what can you do uh, about this to be able to kind of shift your mindset and be able to get the training and learn the things that you need to do? So let me give you a couple of tips on that. One of the things, you know, I, I, I told the scenario before of, you know, you look through the catalogs or you look online a little bit and you go to your boss and you say, I'd really like to go to this training. Well, for your company to invest in you, there needs to be a, a return on investment for them. So if you're going to them with a training that's just something that's nice that you'd like to go to because it sounds really fun and maybe it's in a, an exotic location like Hawaii or New York, someplace where you'd like to go visit, most of the time that's not going to be approved because the manager is going to look at it and think, well, you just want a week vacation in Hawaii and the topic doesn't really relate to what you're doing or what we need here. So no, you can't go. So a better way of going about that is to actually determine and look at your skills and competency and the knowledge that you have and realize where am I weak? What are some of the things that I need to do to develop myself better? And so we'll just, we'll just pick an example here. Let's say that you need to improve your communication skills. Those could be verbal, those could be written communication skills. And maybe you've actually had some things in your annual review uh, or in some of the performance evaluations that you've had that says, you know, Jason, you really need to improve your writing skills. 
Well, if that's something that you have been talked about in your annual review, then one of the things you should find is a way to improve your writing skills. If you go back to your boss instead and say, hey, you know, we've talked several times about the fact that I need to improve my writing skills. One way that I would like to do that is to take this particular training as an example. You're going to be much more likely to actually get that approved because it directly relates back to the job that you're actually performing. Your boss is going to be able to sell that to others in the organization to say, yes, Jason's been having trouble with his writing skills. This looks like a good course for him to take. But here's the kicker. If you go and take that class, your performance better improve. Because again, if they're going to be investing time and money in you and having you away from the organization, they're going to expect to see a return. So that's one tip or one way to try to help in improving uh, the, the likelihood of you getting approved for a particular training. Now, sometimes, again, you might look at that and let's, let's take this as an example. Maybe I, I looked at a two or three day seminar uh, where I would have to travel to another city. And so, you know, the total cost of that might be, you know, maybe it's $1,500 or $2,000 for the course, but you're going to spend another $1,500 to $2,000 in travel costs. So the total outlay is going to be something like $4,000. And, and again, your boss may look at that and say, well, we just don't have the $4,000 to send you. Uh, find another option. Now, that's where, again, you can get a little bit more creative. Uh, there's a lot more online learning options now. Some are good. Some aren't so good. So you have to be a little, a little careful about that. Um, but one thing you can do is actually go to those training company providers and try to find out, you know, what is actually included in this and can you get the same kind of results as if you were to go to an in-person training. Now, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. You've got to ask some of the questions, uh, but those companies should be able to provide you with the answer. In fact, sometimes they can actually help you in uh, establishing or building the business case for it. You know, we've seen people go through this program and they've improved by X percent as a result of that. And so then you can start to try to understand and maybe it goes from a $4,000 investment to a $500 investment. That's probably going to be easier, again, for you to get approved than a $4,000 investment. So you're going to have to start to be a little creative. And like I said, especially for those companies that have training budget, uh, but they don't want people out of the office or they don't want people traveling and paying for travel costs uh, to go to training, those are some of the things that you need to start thinking about. Are there online options or other ways for me to be able to, uh, to get that without physically having to travel? And like I said, there's lots of different options now for that. Uh, that are that are out there. If you're not uh, aware of some of those options that are out there, send me a message and I can uh, actually put you in touch with and, and, and share with you some of those options uh, that are out there now. Uh, so that's, that's one of the things um, that you can think about. <coughs> Excuse me now. Another thing that I see quite often is uh, people trying to find low cost or free CPE as well. And so I want to talk about that just, just for a minute. 
uh, nothing in this world is actually free. Okay, so I'm going to say that again because sometimes people don't quite get that. Nothing in this world is absolutely free. So if somebody's offering you something for free, they're getting something from you. Okay, either you have to sit through a commercial or you have to opt into their uh, you know, website so that they can start sending you messages to try to sell you something else because there is nothing that is just for free, okay? So let's just kind of get that out there first. Now, like I said, sometimes people who don't have their company supporting them may choose to turn to some of these free options because they think, well, I, you know, I don't have that much money, I'd rather just kind of do free CPE. Here's the problem with it. Uh, most of the free CPE that is out there is not really that good. And what do I mean? Well, in an hour, let's say, let's say it's an hour long webinar. You may get 20 minutes of good content and the rest of the 40 minutes is them somehow kind of selling you on something else or talking about their product that helps you to do this particular thing. So just be wary of companies that are offering things for free because they usually want something from you, okay? Um, and, the, and a couple of other things that kind of go along with this. Um, you know, as a training provider myself, I've seen this often where companies want me to do things for free or participate in free webinars. Um, you know, again, which means I can't bring my A game to that particular whatever it is that I'm doing because I know that I'm not getting paid. And I don't know about you, but I don't think you like to work for free either. And so what ends up happening is often those instructors that are doing those free things are not really the best instructors, okay? And, uh, and so the quality of what you're going to get out of that is probably lower than actually if you invest and pay. Now, we're not talking about huge amounts of money here. I mean, there's a lot of, of options that are out there that are only, you know, 30, 50, $100 and the quality of those uh, trainings are much, much better than the ones that are given away for free. Now, if you don't believe me, just kind of stop and think about the last thing that you got for free compared with something that you actually paid for and what was the difference between those two. Let me give you a quick example. Um, recently, I, I gave a speech to, a, to a, a group, and as part of that, they gave me a free pen Okay, um, as, as I was leaving, that had their logo on it and everything else, right? Okay, so I got a free pin. I came back home and I pulled out the pin and thought, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and use their free pin uh, because it'll remind me of them. So I started using it during the day and realized it wasn't really that good of a pin. In fact, it started frustrating me to the point that after I started using it uh, for an hour or two, I just threw it in the trash. It was something that I didn't value because I got it for free and it really wasn't that good of a pen. So what did I do? I pulled out one of my other favorite pens that I paid for uh, that's a nice pen, no problems, no frustration after that. So again, think about really the value that you're receiving and what the organization wants from you if you're looking for something that is free. So I said already, the quality often is not usually the best, 
Uh, one thing, usually two, the free things you get at one time, that's it. You don't get to go back and listen to it again uh, or have it as a reference later on. So just be wary of uh, people trying to sell you something for free because it's not really free. Okay, now the other thing about some of the free things as well, um, I said the quality often is lower because the instructors who are doing that uh, are not quite as good, but also sometimes they're actually painful to listen to. Uh, you know, I've, I've been on some free webinars uh, as an example where I just ended up leaving and I've heard this from other people too, that after about 10 or 15 minutes, they just couldn't handle it anymore and they just dropped off anyway. So, um, you know, again, be, be wary of that um, because nothing in this world is really free. Okay, so let's move on to, a, to another thing. So I talked before about the difference between the CPE mindset of just making sure you have 40 hours regardless of what it is. And so, like I said, sometimes that'll get people to turn to some of these free or other things that may not even be what they need to hear but hey, it's free and it's CPE. Well, it might fill that CPE niche, but really what it's doing is wasting your time, an hour of your time, if it's not actually helping you uh, to develop your career or be where you need to be. Okay, now another thing then uh, for you to, to, to be thinking about as well is that, you know, again, as you're going through and trying to switch from a CPE mindset to a lifelong learner mindset, there's some things you're gonna to need to do every day or every week that are outside of the norm for what you're used to doing. And what, the, what I mean by that is you have to start developing habits of trying to learn something new every day, every week, every month. So what that means is instead of waiting until the end of the year to try to get all of your training, you should be getting a little bit of training every week or every month uh, to be able to get you to where you need to be. So how do you do that? Well, again, there's things like this podcast where you are actually learning things. Uh, you know, most of the time, again, like in a podcast format, uh, you may not earn CPE for it, but you're still learning and developing and growing. Now, this podcast is a little bit different because I have an agreement with C-Risk Academy uh, where we're actually posting uh, these over there as well. So if you want to watch them through their learning platform, you can actually learn CPE or earn CPE for this particular podcast as well. But that's just an example. Um, so things like podcasts, uh, reading books, um, listening again to, to webinars, whether those are free or paid, um, are all things that you can start to incorporate into your daily, weekly, monthly schedule. Because again, like I said, you don't want to get to the end of the year and then all of a sudden have to take a week off of work, let's say, to be able to get your CPE. Do a little bit every day. And again, whether your company supports you or not, this is something that you should be doing for yourself. So go out and get what you need. Now, along with that, there's going to be some longer format things that you're gonna to need to do. Uh, there might be you know, two hour, four hour, a full day, two day classes, things like that, uh, that you wanna take as well. 
And so really you have to start planning and thinking about what is it that I need to develop? Where do I need to work on myself? So some of these may be things that are uh, professional things. Again, like my example of, of learning how to communicate better, both written and verbal. Uh, that could, again, those are knowledge, skills, and competencies that relate to your job in particular. Uh, but sometimes there's also things that we want to do just for our own personal development. And that is just as important, if not more important, than some of the professional skills uh, that we normally think about with a CPE mindset. So what I'm saying is there may be things that you need to learn or do that you're not going to receive CPE credit for. And that's okay. If it's something that you need to learn, you still need to invest the time and the money into learning those things, regardless of whether you get CPE credit or not. Okay. Um, so, and again, a lifelong learner is somebody who is learning things every day, every week, every month to be able to help them get to where they need to be. So I've talked a little bit about that. So here's kind of some takeaway homework for you uh, to be able to do. So we're already quite a ways into 2019. Uh, so I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. You know, first off, how much training have you gotten already this year? Does it count towards your CPE requirements? Okay, because you need to have an understanding of where you're at currently so that then you can start to make a plan for the rest of the year. And so some questions that I want you to ask yourself as you're planning for the rest of the year is, okay, if you have certifications, you need to get CPE to help continue to maintain those certifications. So what kind of training qualifies for that? Because you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you do that so you can continue those certifications. So kind of sketch out and think, what are some of the types of courses that would fill those requirements? But then I want you to also stop and ask yourself, what are things that I need to learn, both professionally and personally? And of those things that I need to learn, which of those actually then line up with my CPE requirements? So focus on those first. If it's something that you need to learn and it will help you in your CPE for the year, take those courses first. Now, if your company isn't, isn't providing you a reimbursement or anything like that, you still need to do it. So figure out how you're going to be able to afford it. Because the problem is, again, like I said, you don't want to tell yourself, I can't afford it, I can't afford it. What you want to say instead is, how can I find the money to be able to invest in myself? Because this is an investment, okay? And as you are investing in yourself, where are you going to see the return? You're going to see the return later as you get raises, as you get promoted, as you move to other companies where you're making more money. That's when you're going to get the return. The problem is you won't get that return unless you make the investment of time and money up front. That's just the way it is. And again, as I said before, if you were the hiring manager and you were looking at two different candidates, one who was continually telling themselves, I don't have the money, I can't afford it, and so they don't develop themselves personally, or you look at somebody who has that lifelong learning mindset that has continued to improve themselves and learn and develop, which one do you think is gonna get the job? 
And so if you are the one that wants the job, you need to be more like that person who's going to get the job and become a lifelong learner. So again, that's a, kind of a, a wrap. We'll kind of close up here uh, you know, with that. But again, want to help you in, in thinking and changing your mindset. Move from a CPE mindset to a lifelong learning type of a mindset. Get the training and learn the things that you need to do. Again, whether that's through podcasts, uh, you know, reading books, uh, webinars, training, you know, formal training, whether that's online or in person, uh, so that you can be working on yourself every day, every week, every month, so that at the end of the year, you don't have to scramble trying to fill in and just do stuff uh, to be able to meet your 40-hour minimum hours. So be more proactive in what you're doing. Ask yourself some of those questions and then go out there and invest the time and money in yourself. Uh, because as I said, you, if, if you're not concerned about your future and your career, nobody else is going to be either. In fact, the more you invest in yourself personally, the more likely your organization is going to be to actually invest in you as well. Uh, because they can see that you're doing it on your own, they're going to be more willing and more likely uh, to actually help you at that point. So go out there, start developing a lifelong learning mindset, and uh, keep developing yourself and, and thinking about where you want to get career-wise, and then make smart and proactive choices each day, each week, and each month to help you get one step closer to where you really want to be. And with that, I'm going to close up for the day, uh, but keep on rocking the audit world. And uh, I will see you on a future episode of Jammin' with Jason. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.